You ready to lock in? All right, here we go. Father God, in the mighty and matchless, powerful, glorious name of the Lord Jesus Christ, anoint your servant one more time. Oh God, draw out of me what you put in me and bless your people to know you as they have never known you. Second Thessalonians chapter two and verse one. A stark warning is where we begin. Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse one, concerning the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's coming. I'll help you, Elder Canfield, faster than the fleetest to have ever struck a pavement, faster than a wheel ever turned upon an axle. The magnificent magnitude of his perfect person is going to sweep out from north to south and east to west. And if you're blood-bought, if you're blood-washed, if you're part of the revenant remnant of God in this hour, you're coming out of here. Like a magnet to metal, you're gonna leap off the crusty surface of this people planet. Jesus is coming soon. So he said, with the revelation and the understanding that Jesus is coming soon. Let me parenthetically insert, two will be in the bed. One will be taken, one will be left. Let me paraphrase, two will be sitting in a pew. One will be taken, one will be left. Two will be grinding at the mill if the government will stop paying them to stay home. Two will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and one will be left. So shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Now he goes on with the admonition and he says this. Don't let your mind be shaken. Whole lot of shaking going on. Don't let your mind be troubled. I'm, I'm speaking to you. We have 20 year old students walking around, talking about, things just don't feel right. Why are you in your feelings? What do your feelings have to do with anything? God is not going to sweep out over you and say, do you feel like being raptured today, honey? How do you feel about me healing you today? How do you feel about 
exhaling a breath. So the next breath you take in comes over the sapphire sill of heaven's gate. How are you feeling? Do you feel the nails parting sinew and flesh? Do you find the cat of nine tails uneasy to bear? Have you resisted unto blood? Are they knocking on your door and arresting you and throwing you in the gulag? Are they cutting off your breasts? Have they taken your husband's hands? And a hush fell over the crowd. We want revival, do you? Revival was unprofitable for Ananias and Sapphira. The judgment of God in his presence means judgment is delayed. The presence, the Shekinah, the glory for which we all cry, send it, God, send it now. In his grace and his mercy, he withholds. Because should he send it, his fire would obliterate most pew-sitters and church-goers. Much less those who stayed up too late last night watching a football game so they couldn't get here this morning. Don't be troubled. Christians are too fearful in this hour to walk out of their home. Do not be shaken. Having done all to stand, stand therefore having your loins girt about with the dirty housewives. Put on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of right living. Not coming in the dormitories an hour after curfew. Because the rules apply to everybody but you. So your answer is quit. You may be trading your birthright for soup. Your anointing of access for access to things that your hand should not be touching. Shame enters in where the fire is hot 
the judgment of God is swift. Do you understand? One of the greatest realities of the 1,166 1, pages of your Bible is this. The Spirit of God departed means judgment is delayed. And you, Samson, think everything is all right. Because you still got your dance, and you still got your shout, and you still got your buck, and you still got your wave. But God said, I'm no longer smelling in your solemn assembly. If the Holy Spirit of God were withdrawn today, 90% of church work would go right on as usual. Do I have your attention? Now he said, when you see these things, when you know Jesus is coming, don't be troubled, don't be shaken. Do not let anyone deceive you. Look at your neighbor like they're trying to steal your purse. Look at them as though they're attempting to do bodily harm to your spouse or your children. Look at them as though they're attempting to steal your identity. Well, I don't want to look at anyone that way. You better learn to look at some people that way. In fact, let's just do a little exercise right now. Look at somebody around you. I don't particularly care who it is. Look at somebody and say this. I unfriend you. Get your finger out. Get your finger out. Watch me. Watch, delete, 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 ban, 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 cancel, 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 cut, cut, cut. I'm gonna cut my social media ties to you. I'm going to cut my soul ties to you. I'm going to cut my physical bondage to you. I'm going to cut my emotional chains from you. I belong to God and I will bow my knee to no other. I gotta, I gotta hurry. Let no one deceive you. I full well believe at least 70, if not 80% of people, of churchgoers, since COVID-19 hit, have been deceived. David was deceived. Where does that leave you? Do not let anyone deceive you. That's where I want to go for the next few messages. I, I, want, 
I want us, the righteous, revenant, revolutionary, remnant of God, to get mad. Why should we get mad? See, you've had so much sissy Christianity with little two-thirds sexually confused men leading you in worship. Little sissy preachers with no backbone, no prophetic unction, but him sure can turn a phrase. He can. He's so deep. He's so deep, he's stuck. And the indictment is that we can't tell the difference. People using social media to encourage believers to drink. Oh, you're quiet now. Most of you follow him. I've had it. I've had it. I'm going to have my revival. I am going to have his holy presence. I am going to have the Shekinah of God. We are moving upward and forward, not backward and downward. We are not going to be identified with the world. We are going to cut our ties with everything that is not God in this hour. And see, you shout until I tell you who you got to cut. Revival is in its essence and its core incisive. I don't understand that. Revival is at its core cutting, separating, denying, coming out so we can go in and to. Nobody shout. I thought I had the right people to preach this to. I'll just, I'll, just, I'll, just get in, I'll just get in the bubble. Watch this. He said, don't, be, don't let, so what, what's going to happen? Two things. Situations, circumstances will be troubling, trying, confusing, and if you let them, frightening. Fear will attempt to take hold and, and execute faith. Secondly, people will deceive you. How does a spy operate? Now, God's words are some very interesting things. It says, wheat and tares will grow up together so that you cannot distinguish between them. You may be sitting by two, 
They may have you flanked right now. They are the workers of hell. They are devils with flesh stretched over them. They are sent among us. Now wait, and they don't even have to get in a pew because here's where your attention is. Here's their influence over you. Here's their stranglehold in your life. Here's their gossip channel. Here is their ridicule. Here is their criticism. It's called Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Here's where it is. Oh, you with your secret accounts. Oh, I'm going to say some stuff, man. I'm going to say some stuff. Here's what he said. They are trying to deceive you. I have watched Christian, born, raised, fed, and bred in the fire of revival and Pentecost. Be courted away by a lesbian spirit and deceived by backslidden, milksop, milquetoast, so-called preachers. You, you lying devil. You spawn of hell. You deceiving deceiver. I rebuke you by the blood of Jesus. Snuggle up to you and say, well, you know, you were always kind of a tomboy. You know, when you were a little boy, we thought it was so cute when you dress up in mama's heels. You know, really, that's who you are. And religion is just oppressive. And it's trying to oppress you from expressing who you really are. You say that would never happen to me? So said they. They had praying mothers and fathers, grandfathers and aunties and uncles. But you can resist the mighty hand of God because somebody on the internet. Young men, those pop-ups come up. Let me check that out. I'm just curious. Why is it so quiet? Oh, I know. You want me to give you three points to success. I'll give you three. Repent, then repent, then repent. All right, let me get up here now. Let me, let me get up here. Say, I rebuke every deceiver. Cut, cut, cut. Block, block, block. Unlike, 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 unlike. 
you think I'm being funny. I'm fighting for your soul. Here we go now, man, this good stuff. Are you ready? He said, don't be troubled and don't let anybody deceive you. And another scripture, he says, who? Hear the, hear the voice of God. Who has so easily beguiled you? Doing things you thought you'd never do. But you say, I'm still singing in the front line. Samson. Well, I'm still a deacon. I'm still an elder. Nope. You may have a name, but you can name me Bozo, but that don't make me a clown. Somebody wants me to preach this. Somebody's had enough of the pablum. Somebody's have enough of the tickling of the ears. Somebody has had enough of going to church and wasting your time. I'm trying to get through the first text. He said, don't let anyone deceive you. Do you believe Jesus is coming? Do you believe Jesus is coming? Then the deceivers are here. And they're some of your best friends. Want me to point them out for you? I can name them if you want me to. All I have to do is watch your social media. Because if you identify with and court and baby a rebel, you're a rebel. Look, they don't know what to do. God help a backslidden pulpit that has delivered a poser church. For the day will not come until, get ready, get ready, unless a falling away comes first. Why are preachers wringing their hands? Because all we had to do is miss a few church services gathering together and 60% of the crowd left. And they ain't coming back. Give me a camera. I'm not sending you a letter. I'm not calling you on the phone. I'm not liking you on Facebook. I'm not commenting on your Instagram post. I am a part of a revolutionary, revival, revenant, remnant of God, and I will not pollute myself nor my anointing, and you will not block my revival. 
So there's going to be a departure. Look at somebody next to you and say, uh, you may not be here next week. You think I'm playing? Watch me. It's nothing to me whether you're here or not. God didn't call me to follow a crowd. He called me to preach under a cloud. That's all I care about. I care whether he's here, not whether you are. But they, think I'm, they think I'm playing. I'm not playing. I love you. But I'm tired of changing your spiritual diaper. And you've been in the kingdom 20 years. I'm tired of trying to straighten out your mess. The church spends its time. Well, I'll get to it. I got eight pages of this. I'm through the first three lines. Buckle up, baby. A departure's coming. A prophecy of apostasy should never surprise us. Why are we concerned about a falling away when Jesus plainly prophesied? Oh, Jesus is coming. We're in revival. Do you know what that means? That means the glory comes and thins out the chaff from the wheat. Why are you trying to bring back what God cast out? I'll give you another one. 2 Timothy 3. Know this also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Perilous means times where there seems to be no answer. That's called COVID. Every time they think they've got it controlled, a new variant. Every time they tell you to wear a mask, they tell you to take it off. Every time they give you a vaccine, they say, take another. Every time they say, stay six feet apart, then they say, stay three feet apart. Then they say, don't go outside. Last night I was taking on and putting off a mask till I got confused myself. You have to wear the mask in the hallway, but not when you sit down next to somebody on top of you. Confusing times. Times that make no sense. It's just a wealthy man's recession. Really? I had pastors here this week that are paying $6.25 a gallon for gasoline. The price of bacon has nearly tripled. We've got hundreds of boats sitting in the ocean with your Christmas presents on them and you're wringing your hands about what should I do? I got a good idea. Give the money to the church and don't buy presents for somebody else on his birthday. Yep, he's back. This know also, I'm preaching to the right people this morning. I got the right people in the room. 
and I'll be hogtied if I'm going to let a bunch of posing deceivers keep you out of what God has for you in this hour. This know also, in the last days, perilous times shall come. Men will be lovers of themselves. That's what a homosexual is. A man that loves men. Lovers of themselves. Covetous. Boasters. Proud. Blasphemers. Every parent shout who's ever had a 14-year-old girl disobedient to parents. Unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. He's talking about pew-sitters. Oh, that's a world out there. No, that's right in here. It's right there where you're watching me right now. Some of you have already turned me off. Well, he's putting condemnation on us. You don't know the difference in condemnation and conviction. Unholy, unthankful, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers. Well, did you hear what Pastor... <laughs> Now, I'm going to tell you, but don't tell anybody. This is just between me and you. There are always three at that table. You, them, and Satan. And every person you ever told, I'm going to tell you, but don't tell anyone, told three people within the next hour. Do you think you're so special that your friends are so pure? that the way they talk about other people to you is not the way they talk about you to other people. And then you go online and pose. And use five filters. Because you're not you. You're more concerned about your appearance than his appearing. Tweet that. Here's, here, here, watch this. Fierce, uncontrolled, and uncontrollable. Despisers of those who are good. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. I can't come to church on Sunday morning. I know I'm in a position of leadership, but my little eight-year-old's got cheerleading. What? What? Uh, I'm sorry. I lost my daughter in an accident. Uh, would you let her into heaven? Because she's a really good mini cheerleader. He's a great t-ball player. 
me funny. I can tell the tares. They're all mad right now. They got no shout. They got no joy. Because I didn't just tell them, you can go where you want, do what you want, be who you want, and nothing matters to God. You're a liar. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I want to invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast. Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. No easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day and for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.